0: We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com bundle. USAA. Restrictions apply. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians taste seafood fresh off the boat or just kick back and soak up the island vibe for more about Key West visit flakeys.com Key West close to perfect, far from normal You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurchchurch, or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give now here's today's life-giving message
1: your bibles out let's make our confession of faith together it's at the bottom of the screen let's go for god's glory this is my best year yet to the word i'm about to hear i believe i obey i manifest and that settles it in jesus name amen so god we tell you that we are open and we are ready We tell you that we are open and we are ready. Tonight, God, we thank you that we have the privilege of being able to praise you. We have the privilege of being able to worship. We have the privilege of being able to be on campus or online. God, it's a privilege to know you. We celebrate the privilege to know you. And we declare, Father, that our next 12 months are going to be our best 12 months in every relationship type in every friendship type we declare it'll be our best year of love ever in jesus name if you believe that worship god for five seconds right there worship god for five seconds right there five come on wednesday four come on wednesday three two one shout yes lord So our series that we've been in all this month of February is borrowing from the 1980 Teddy Pendergrass song, Another Love. Come on, you know it, Another Love. What are we doing? We are looking at how we've loved learning then loving better i've said this to you repeatedly many people are in such a rush to move on that they never learn from what they're moving on from do not ever allow yourself not to want to look at your past because you don't like what your past was because you'll literally become a prisoner of your past and if you are a prisoner of your past your past will control your present look at me you will not spend any of your life in the prison of your past i need you to just lay your hands on yourself say i am not a prisoner to my past i need you to say that like the like like there's a few of you that know your past has tried to punk you what what a bit well, you can't do this because you did that you can't do this because of that background you can't do this because of that mistake or that failure you cannot ever allow your past to punk you Why? it will control your present and your future is too big for your past to control your present i need you to open up your mouth please and say my future looks amazing it now, in today's message, this is called Love Better because the big takeaway in the series has been the hook or the chorus of the song. And for those of you that familiar with that, the hook of a song is whenever a songwriter is writing a song, that's the thing you keep repeating. Let me practice it. Baby, don't. Oh, God, come on. Wednesday, that was an easy one. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. I could do this for. Hours, and hours, and hours. Y'all knew that one. Y'all knew that one. All I do is. Y'all knew that one. <laughs> Some of y'all are like ah, what? The hook is the part of the song that you remember. It's what hooks you in. It's Watch me. Even a song you don't like, if the hook is good, you'll be singing it. You ever had a song on your mind and you're like, I can't stand that song. But the hook was so good, you found yourself driving down the street repeating the hook to a song you couldn't stand. In Teddy's song, the hook um, is where we got a great principle. It was a big ticka- takeaway because he literally said, I think I better let it go. Now, that's important because most people, you ready, struggle with letting things go. Because you feel like if you let it go, you're losing something instead of gaining something. And I need some of y'all to hear me. You cannot receive with a closed hand. You're going to have to learn how to let some things go. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I think I better let it go. Well, let go of what? Here's the deal. Love isn't the issue because what many people do is say, I'm letting go of love. I ain't loving no more. I ain't trusting no more. And people will even use past situations to justify why they treat people a certain way now. Well, you don't know what I've been through. This is why I view women this way. You don't know what I've been through. This is why I view men this way. You don't know who hurt me. This is why I don't trust anybody. And I think you better let it go. You ready? I said, are you ready? Love is not the issue. You were created to love. That's why no matter how hard you try to be, there's a lover on the inside of you. No difficult, no matter how difficult you try to be, there's a lover on the inside of you. No matter how many times you say, I'm done with people, let the right one come with the right story, and all of a sudden, they're going to tug at your heart. Why? Because God is love, so since we have God, that means we can't help but to love. Since we're built to love, we cannot let go of love, but here's what we do need to let go. Maybe the issue is in who you love. Maybe the issue is in how you love. And maybe the issue is in why you love. That can be the issue that you need to let go of. So let's start with the first one. Say, who do, who do you love? Now, in his in his song, he said, it looks like another love, TKO. And I talked to this on Sunday, that a technical knockout, that's what TKO stands for. It's the ending of a fight by the referee based on a contestant's inability to continue. And their opponent is named the winner. Pay attention. They didn't actually knock the other one out. A technical knockout doesn't mean you actually got knocked to the ground. It means that a third party looked at you and said, I don't think you can go on. For some of you, you have to be careful that you do not allow other people to label what you have the ability to do. Because they will tell you, well, you're a single mama. You can't do that. You better learn how to clap back. Put a praise behind it. They will tell you, they will tell you, listen, you, well, you you, you, don't need to treat women that nice, you're soft, or, 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 or you don't need to be a gentleman like that. Y'all not gonna say that to me. And what you have to learn how to do is not let other people label you and put their label on what you can and cannot do. It's literally the referee TikTok that will say to the individual, I don't think you can go on. And based on that, this is a TKO. And for some of you all, watch me, you've been letting other people tell you what you can and cannot do. And here's the trip about it. They don't have any fruit to justify why you should be letting them comment on what you're doing. I wish you would listen to a no fruit having somebody. I wish you would call somebody that ain't got no good relationships about what you're supposed to do. I wish you would call a skiz about how to be a respectable woman of God. I wish you would call a loser about how to be a man of God. I wish you would consult the cursed about how to be blessed. Because they will call something a knockout when really all it is is a reset. Mm. But for some of you, you become your own referee. You will say you can't when the reality is, that's why next month's series is called Stop. Because some of you, here's what you do, you call it hard when it's not. You just haven't decided to succeed. If you don't elbow somebody next to you and just tell them, say, I've decided to succeed. i i have decided that whatever i set my hands to i'm gonna win whatever i set my hands to i'll be victorious whatever i start i'm gonna finish i've decided that no weapon that's formed against me is gonna be able to prosper so shoot if you want to but baby i learned how to clap back lie if you want to but i've learned how to clap back do what you gotta do but i've learned how to clap back for some of you, you've become your own referee. And so you're literally like, I don't think you can go home. I don't think you can do it. You'll literally sit up and have conversations with yourself about what you can and cannot do. You'll literally sit, am I talking to anybody? Wave at me online. At me. You'll literally sit up and tell yourself, you can't do this. It ain't going to work. Why are you trying? You look stupid. You look foolish. And I need you to sometimes learn, you ready, how to shut yourself up. Because sometimes your greatest enemy, watch me, is your inner me. It's not somebody outside of you. It is the voice that is in you that is talking to you that's trying to, watch me. It will try to seem like it's wisdom, but really what it is is worry with lipstick on. Are you listening to me tonight? So here's the first thing. Who do you love? He said it looks like another love, TKO. In a TKO, you didn't actually not or knock the other person out. The referee says, I don't think you can go on. This is why I have you say so much to yourself because life and death are in the power of your tongue. This is why you gotta learn how to speak life to you even when you see death all around. You've gotta learn how to encourage yourself. Wait a minute, let's pause for the cause. Cause sometimes, you ready? You try to reach out to other people and nobody answers anybody ever had that happen can i tell you what god's trying to do for you he's trying to teach you how to encourage yourself so he'll make it so everybody you trying to call to talk to ain't answering the phone at that time and they'll say now i need you to put the phone down and i need you to go in the bathroom and i need you to look in the mirror and i need you to tell yourself you are well i wish i had some people in here that knew how to encourage themselves Sometimes you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I got this. I can make this happen. I was built for this. If God be for me, who would dare be against me? Now in that, pay attention, the opponent isn't another person. When it comes to love, many times we see the opponent as the other person. It's your friend. It's your husband. It's your bae. It's your boo. You ready? You ready? And we will look at that person as an enemy. Some of y'all, you don't even like people who look like your exes. Some of y'all, the reason you don't come in the building is because your ex is a light skinned, bald head man. And so even though I'm preaching truth, when you, when you look at me, you like. Only thing that stinks is your attitude. Fix your face, fix it. You ready? For some of you, watch well, me. You have made a person your enemy. And I said this last night on our preview, sometimes when you make a person your enemy, you're actually giving them a promotion. Cuz to be your enemy, they have to be your equal. So you gave them a promotion by saying that's my enemy. They're not even on your level. I don't even know why you keep going down there to play games. Tricks are for kids. I- So to call you my enemy would make you my equal, and you ain't even got it like that. I wish some of y'all would demote some of these people you keep calling your enemy. Because even when you pray, you got people in your mind. When I say the word enemy, they'll pop in your mind. You have promoted them to a level they're not even at. Some of y'all need to demote them and put them back in the rank that they belong in. The opponent isn't another person. Look at me. Ephesians 6 and 12 tells us who the opponent is because it's the enemy. What happens, let's look at Ephesians 6 and 12. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. Stop. Your enemy is not your ex. Your enemy is not your husband. Your enemy is not your spouse. Your enemy is not, watch me, even your Judas. What do you mean, Bishop? That Mark did this to me. That person did this to me. what does the bible say but it's against evil rulers wait wait a minute let let me let's go here why would an evil ruler be coming against you could it be that the evil recognizes your rank and you don't i feel like preaching tonight could it be that evil recognizes your rank but you don't recognize your rank why would you send a ruler against a regular person Maybe that's because in the spirit, even the enemy knows you're a king and a priest. You're the head and not the tail. You're above and never beneath. You're always overcoming, never being overcome. You don't send a ruler against a regular. Help somebody next to you say, "I'm not a regular." I'm not a regular person. That's why since you've been a child, everything you fought has always been bigger than you. Since you were a little girl, everything you've dealt with has always been bigger than you. Why? Because since you got here, the enemy knew you were a ruler. So he sent rulers against you. You weren't dealing with no baby evil. You were dealing with mature evil. This is why for some of you, it took you through low places of depression and took you through low places of discouragement because these spirits you've overcame came are ancient. They've been here for millennia. He sent a ruler. Sent a ruler. Well, watch me. Against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. You ready? which means this is not even about who you see. This is about the spirit behind them that you don't see. And until you conquer this spirit, you're going to keep meeting them in a new person. And some of y'all keep saying, I don't know why I keep meeting people like this. Because you never conquered that mark the first time. Translation, mark just simply means a less than desirable individual. Look at me, it's not about the person It's the spirit behind the person. So here's what you got to start doing. You got to say, move, get out the way. What's the spirit behind your behind? Because if I deal with the spirit behind you, watch me, even in this room right now, while I'm preaching, there are spirits that are opposing me. I'm literally looking at some of them right now. But watch me, I didn't dealt with that spirit before, so I learned how to handle it. You know what you do? I learned how to just look at it and say, but I bet you ain't going to stop me. But I bet you ain't gonna block me. You're no name, baby girl. You messing with a whole nother level. You don't know nothing about. You ready? There's a spirit behind the person. So watch me. Come here. Stand in front of him for me, please. Stand in front of him. See, you you see, you see, this is who you see. Uh-huh. But see, I love this. This is prophetic. Painted, which means it's covering something. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens is that you see this, uh-huh. and, and you fighting with this. You got your gloves on. Uh-huh. you fighting. You know, you going. No, I'll do it. No, you come do it. You fight, come on, here. We you fighting? You fighting with them? You cussing them out? You mad with them? You acting a fool with them? You stressed out because of them? You're, you're fighting with them. But what does the scripture say? This is not a war or a wrestling match with flesh and blood. Please put the scripture up. Watch me. And for some of y'all, the enemy pulls you into this and he gets you busy with that because the whole time you're doing that he's behind them but what is he doing he's over here stealing your stuff he's over here stealing your love come on he's over here stealing your valuables come on enemy let's go he's over here tasting your stuff He's over here messing with how you love people. He's messing with how you speak. He's taking your money, taking your time, taking your energy. And look at me, the spirit is over here bankrupting you. And you over here fighting with paint. You over here fighting a flesh fight. You over here mad because somebody didn't speak to you. Can I help you? to hell with who don't want to talk If I speak to you and you don't speak to me baby pack I'm not gonna lose no sleep cuz you don't want to be kind to me You know what I'll do I'll learn how to speak to myself Hell is a Greek word Gehenna which means hot trash You ready So you spending all your time in this fight and you never identify the spirit that's got your stuff. Come on, move faster than taking the stuff, spirit. That's all right. Watch me. See, for some of you, you don't even know what to say because he got your speech. See, for, for some of you, come here, come here, come here. For some of you, watch me, watch me. He, he's got you in a headlock. Watch me. These are love languages. See, you don't serve right because you're dealing with a spiritual fight. And you keep saying it's them people, it's not, it's you. It's the fact that you won't deal with the spirit that's been following you from year to year to year to year to year to year to year. But what if I told you you were sitting next to somebody that is about to take authority in. Open your mouth and say, I'm about to take authority in the spirit. I so now you're not even nice the way you used to. So the gifts you used to give people, the way you used to do for people, you're like, I ain't doing none of that no more. And what are you doing? You over here tired? You over here wore out? You sleep but wake up and you still sleepy? Because you're engaged in this fight. Look at me. Some of you with your kids. You're engaged in this fight. Why won't they do right? Why won't this? Why won't this? You're engaged in the wrong fight. What you need to do is say, Lord, show me the spirit. That's behind what I'm dealing with. Lord, show me the spirit that is causing these issues in my home. Show me the spirit. you ready? We're about to pray a bold prayer and you're about to see what you ask for. Open up your mouth and say, Father, show me the spirit. Father, that's I'm really fighting. Say, show me the spirit that's behind my issues with people. And here you do, Lord, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Lord, when is this going to be over? Lord, when is it going to be good? Even when you sleep, you're fighting with people. Why? Because you're thinking about what you're going to tell them the next time you see them. You ready? Look what the scripture says. It says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. Which means this scene fight is coming from an unseen enemy Watch me. look at me against mighty powers in this dark world. Pay attention, which means the spirit you're fighting is mighty. Pay attention, which means this spirit. Watch me. It's relentless. Let me see if I can help you. For some of you, the only thing you're going to have to do is outlast it. You got to get up every day and say, you know what? I know that issue's there, but I promise you this. I'm going to fight like heaven, hell, and earth. I just need to make sure there's some fighters in the room. If there's some gladiators and some fighters on campus or online, can I get you to release a praise for five seconds right there? Go, five, four, three, two, one. See, might, might is about how you fight. And for some of you, the only thing you're gonna have to do is outlast it. The only thing you're gonna have to do is last. You're gonna have to be like the energizer bunny. You're gonna have to keep going and 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 going. When I feel tired, going and going and going and going and going and going. Hey, when you wanna cuss everybody out, you gotta keep going and going and and going and going Look at the scripture. It says against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Now, what does heavenly places there? It doesn't mean that it's coming from heaven. Heavenly places means that it has a different perspective. Now, I'm about to teach and if you don't shout, I'm walking out that door. You ready? heavenly places means these spirits are opposing you from a higher level pay attention from a higher perspective see think of it this way you're sitting down there in your seats in the building think of this as the heavenly seat pay attention i can see what you cannot see look at me you're looking at me but i can see what's behind you you're looking at me But i can see who's coming in pay attention you're looking at me but i can see who's sitting next to you while you're sitting in your seat you can only see what's ahead of you but you do not have the ability to see all around you let me see if i can say it another way what's opposing you is coming from another level because it recognizes 2022 is about to be your best year so it's opposing you because it's got a better seat let me see if I can say it again it's opposing you because it says if she makes it through February if he makes it through March if he gets through this what's next is about to be big and gonna blow their mind I need you to open up your mouth say clap back Praise praise behind that praise behind that praise behind that praise behind that I need you to prophesy to somebody. Tell them, say something big is on the way for you. Tell them. Tell them, say something huge is on the way for you. Something amazing is on the way for you. Say that's why you're dealing with what you're dealing with. They can see what you don't see. I know what some of you are thinking. Well, Bishop, why would an issue with people, why would issues with who I love, why would that be how the enemy comes at me? Why didn't he come at me with my health? Why didn't he come at me with money? Why didn't he come at me? Why didn't he come at me with something else? Why would he come at my love? That's because Galatians 5 6 says, for in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth nothing, nor uncircumcision. That just means uh, uh, the Hebrews were circumcised. Those that were not Hebrews were uncircumcised. Uh, church versus unchurched. He says, look at this next part. But faith, which worketh, that's old King James, by love. So why would he attack your love? Why would he make people do stuff that makes you want to slap them across the Where the real people at? I don't like some of y'all lying. You ever dealt with some people, you like, you know what? But faith which worketh by what? Faith which worketh by what? So why would he attack your love? Because it's an attack on your faith. Because work, if there is this Greek word, the language of our New Testament, energize, which means to bring from one stage to the next. Pay attention, which means my love is what energizes my faith. My love is what takes me from stage one to stage two, which means if you want to stop my faith, stop my love. Because if my faith has no energy, then my faith won't work. This is why, let me prove it to you. When you got issues with people, you don't want to worship. Why? It's an attack on your faith. When you got issues with people, you don't want to shout. It's an attack on your faith. When you got issues with people, you don't want to be uh, faithful to God. Why? It's an attack on your faith. am I talking to anybody right there. Like married couples, you can tell when they didn't have an issue before church. Because everything they said, they eyeing the other one. Ha huh. say it bishop. I'm just saying what he's saying is good. I'm just saying. So you're missing what's for you because you're so busy trying to make sure they get what they ain't getting. When you got issues with people while you're in church, you distracted. Well, I wonder what they're doing. Some of you, watch me, you act like you're taking notes and you texting who who you've been fighting. Because the enemy says, let me get them distracted even while they're in church. Which is some of y'all, you need to learn how to pull that screen down and click that moon. Do not disturb. Faith works by love, which means to energize, to bring from one stage to the next. Pay attention. So if faith is fueled by love, then our faith is stronger when we love better. So the whole job of the enemy is, let me have you to have issues with people. So you get distracted with a fight. I'm gonna take your stuff. I'm gonna take your future. And then you're not gonna have the energy. Your faith will be tired. So you watch me. So it takes so much just to get the atmosphere right because your faith is tired. And somebody said, I just ain't feeling it. Why? Because you're depleted. Why are you depleted? Because your faith has no energy. But I need you to tap somebody's shoulder and say, But I speak energy. Come on. Woo! Get you another one. Say, but I speak energy. I- come on on Facebook. Come on on YouTube. Come on the app. Come on the website. Just tag somebody. And say, but I speak energy. Come on, I speak that your faith is about to get some energy. You're about to believe for what you need to believe for. Trust God for what you need to trust God for. Why? It's getting ready to happen. <laughs> come on, open up your mouth. Say, it's getting ready to happen. Let's go. Let's go. Look at 1 Timothy 6.12. Fight the good fight of faith. He didn't say fight with people. He didn't even say fight with the enemy. Fight the good fight of faith. Okay, look at the next scripture. Look what it says. Watch me. And without faith, it's impossible to please him. So here it is. TKOs are after more than your love. They're after your faith to ruin your future. And your future needs you to love better. Can I just get you to lift your hands for just a moment? Just the voices, please lift your hands for just a moment and say, Lord, I choose to love better. Go. Say it again. Say, Lord, I choose to love you better. I choose to love me better. I choose to love people better. Say, my future needs me to love better. You ready? So, 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 so who do you love? So, so now we understand when it comes to the who, that, that you're going to deal with challenges, and when you deal with those challenges, you got to know that there's a spirit behind the challenge. There's a spirit behind the challenge. Because some of you all, you felt good about you until you continue to try to love the same spirit that is, watch me, it has perfected the ability to break you down. So it's a different body, same spirit. Different city, same spirit. See, some of y'all think, if I just change cities, mm -mm." if you don't learn how to deal with the spirit, you're going to deal with the same thing in another city. And for those of you that are about to have some shifts... And even where you live in the next few months, let me prophesy to you, you better conquer it in Denver because Atlanta ain't gonna have it. Y'all ain't gonna say anything. You better conquer it in your present because your future is not going to have it. Open up your mouth and say, I gotta conquer this here and now. I keep taking these glasses off like they really prescription. Listen. I'm taking them off like, I'm like, this ain't nothing but clear. Listen. It's a preacher thing, you know. (laughs) Look at me. Look at me. All right, all right. Say, why do I love? love? Can I be honest with you? Um, For some, you love because you're trying to give to others what wasn't given to you. But you're giving it to those who never deserve. Matthew 24, 10. And then many, pay attention, not everybody. He says, then many will fall away. Look at me. Stop thinking something's wrong because people fall away from you. You're like a a rocket. When a rocket takes off, while it's in the atmosphere, there's certain things that are attached to it that once it gets to a certain level, it has to fall away. If you keep it, it will not be able to survive in that level of atmosphere. Mm. For some of you you're trying to hold on to what no longer fits in the atmosphere. He says, and then many will fall away. And that's not everybody. So don't look at everybody and say, you know how people do? No, that's just them too. Stop painting everybody based on the trifling nature of a few somebodies. Come on, everybody's not a liar. It, watch me, how do I know? Because you're not one. Everybody's not a deceiver. How do I know? Because you're not one. Everybody's not trying to get over on somebody. How do I know? Because you're not. There's some people that really just want to see you win. Can I tell you? You got people in your section right now that say, I don't want nothing from you. I just want to see you win. You ready? He said, And many will fall away. Look at me. But not everybody. And betray one another. So betrayal comes with your seat. What's betrayal? Betrayal Betrayal cannot happen from an enemy. Betrayal can only happen from someone you trusted. So what is betrayal? I had an expectation that was a reasonable expectation predicated upon an agreement that we had, be it verbal or nonverbal, that I could anticipate something from you that you did not deliver and instead delivered it to another. That's betrayal. See, Jesus expected Judas to be loyal, but instead Judas delivered his loyalty to people who were never loyal to him. So much so that after Judas betrays Jesus, he goes back to them and he says, Listen, guys, I can't take this money. This is, this is blood money. I can't even take it. Uh, you know, they said, We don't want that money back. We can't put blood money into the treasury. So Judas ended up going and hanging himself. Pay attention, everyone that betrays you, you don't have to worry about them. They're gonna hang themselves. I need for some of y'all right now, I need you to release whoever you've been mad at that betrayed you, why? Because when you release them from your hands, God says, I'm about to put them in my hand. I, I said, if you release them from your hands, God will put them in his hands. And the Bible says it's a fearful thing to be in the hands of the living God. But I need you to open up your mouth and say, but i let it go. Here we go. We'll fall away and betray one another. Look at this next one. And hate one another. So you're talking about I got all these haters. He told you you would. You shocked about what he told you was going to happen. That's like when I left the house today and, and I asked, I say, Alexa. I say, I say, Alexa. I said, what is the temperature in Denver today? She said, Bishop, don't even leave. Don't even leave. She said, preach on Skype from the house. They'll watch you from the house. <laughs> I, she said, it's 11 degrees. Now, I know some of y'all like that mess. I know you do. You got your hats and your coats and your gloves, your mittens. But I don't like all that. I don't like coats. I don't like wearing heavy stuff. I barely like putting a hat on. I had to put a hat on today. Because it's freezing. Pay attention. If I knew the forecast and didn't prepare for it, it's not the weather's fault. It's my fault because I acted like I didn't know. Look at the scripture. The scripture says you're going to deal with people falling away. Prepare for it. Learn how to celebrate them walking in, watch me, and when they walk out. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I need you to learn how to celebrate when people come into your life. But then I need you to also simultaneously learn how to celebrate when people exit your life. Why? Because if you're exiting, that means the seat just got freed up. And that must mean somebody better is on the way. Let's practice. Let's practice. Can you celebrate everybody that God has sent into your life in the last 12 months? He sent some amazing people. He sent some amazing people. But watch me, celebrate those that have exited your life. Don't you feel better? Don't you feel less stressed out? Don't you feel more energy? Say, I'm glad about it. Then he says, He told you how to dress. He said, People gonna fall away. He said, People are gonna betray you. Prepare yourself for it. So when you get betrayed, you don't have your little moment, man. I can't believe this. God, I can't believe this. And I'm gonna go eat now. Listen, it didn't happen. I'm gonna go to worship right now. Look, ain't nothing I can do about what's already happened. So you look like a fool sipping up ruminating over something you cannot change. Then he said. He told you how to prepare. He said, and people will hate you. They're going to hate on you. What does this mean? They're going to love you less. What does that mean? By definition, it means they're going to punish you with hostility from fear, anger, or a sense of injury. There are people who feel like you've injured them and you've never met them. They just don't like the fact that your wins make them feel injured. Because you injured their ego. The fact that you keep going, it injures their punking out. y'all. Not, the fact that you keep showing up, it injures the fact that they thought you would have quit a long time ago. And I don't need you to apologize for who you're injuring because they're too passive. He says, he says, they're going to have a sense of injury. They're going to have anger. And watch me. And they're going to have a sense of fear. Look at me. They're going to hate you because they feel fear you. The Bible says in Exodus that a new Pharaoh arose that did not know the God of Joseph. What's a Pharaoh, Bishop? It's a king. King of what? King of Egypt. Who was Joseph? Joseph was the one in his bloodline like you. He was the interruption to this function. He was the curse breaker. His name literally means the Lord makes me increase even in what looks like decrease. Say, I'm Joseph. I'm Joseph. Well, this new king arose that did not know Joseph. He didn't know the God of Joseph. He didn't know the story. So when he shows up, literally, there is a coup d'etat of the government. You got to go to Bible college so you understand what really happened in Exodus. There's a coup d'etat. There's an overthrow. There's a January 6th in Egypt. Ready? And they overthrow the government. And when they do that, this new Pharaoh rises to power. And when he rises to power, the Bible says he looks at the Hebrews. The Hebrews, watch me, at that point were free. You'll get it in a minute. At that point, the Hebrews and the Egyptians lived together. Why? Because Joseph, a Hebrew, was prime minister over the Egyptians, which means, watch me, things were reversed. Oh, my God. It means things were reversed. But then Pharaoh looked at the Hebrews and he said, if they ever come together read your Bible he said if they ever come together he said they will join with our enemies and overpower us so he said let us deal with them shrewdly and treat them harshly let me see if I can say it another way let us be haters towards them why because we fear them you all not saying that to but some of you like why does so-and-so have a problem it's because they fear you and here's what you're trying to figure out I'm not even doing what I really want to be doing and you're scared of me. Well, wait until you get to where you're going. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I'm not scared of a hater.
0: <laughs> Look
1: at this next verse, verse 12. And he says, and because lawlessness uh, uh, will increase. Uh, or excuse me, let's go to verse 11. He says, and many false prophets will arise. Prophet there means to declare. He says, and many false voices will arise and lead many astray. What this means people who make them feel right even if they're wrong. You've had people that you have loved, that you've cared about, that they go talk to some crazy somebody and then they come back with some crazy talk. Everything was good on Monday and then by Tuesday you're like, who you been talking to? Is there any witnesses in this building? Everything was good on Friday. And by Saturday morning, you're like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. You're like, which one are you? Because a false voice will arise. And pay attention, it will arise. When will it arise? When you want to feel justified. (laughs) And lead many astray. What does this mean? People will literally begin to feel justified in doing wrong. Because they will get a voice that will cosign on their crazy. Look at verse 12. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. Pay attention. Uh, uh, um, When you look at that word lawlessness, it means this. Blatant iniquity, transgression, and sin. What does that mean? Blatant means you did it and didn't care. But then, but what though? Iniquity, generational curses. So here's what people will say. I know I shouldn't be like this, but that's just how the men in my family are. I know I shouldn't be like this, but that's just how the women in my family are. You are blatantly iniquitous. You ain't even trying to change. That's just how we're an Italian family. And what? What is it that's supposed to justify why you're disrespectful and disorderly and out of order? All the women in my bloodline are strong. So what? That don't mean they right. Y'all not talking to me tonight and I'm feeling a teaspoon of hood about to come out. Just a teaspoon. That's all I got. That's all I got is a teaspoon. You ready? This is, how, this, is how, this is how we are. What if how you are is wrong? Here we go. Transgression. Blatant transgression. What is transgression? It's to willfully deviate from what you know to be right. So here's what will happen. The Bible says, here's what's going to happen. You will know not to say nothing. And then you walk out. You go to a whole nother, other room. You, you go all the way out. You go all the way out you good? Here Come on with me, foe. Come on, foe. You come on. Come on, foe. Let's go. You go all the way back here. And you'll be just sitting there. You're just sitting there. you just sitting there. You're like, I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't even going to say nothing. Nope, I'm just going to pray and leave it. On. You know what? Wait a minute, though. The next time you... F- Look at the scripture. Look at the scripture. It says, the love of, oh, me, blatant iniquity, transgression, and sin. Sin means to make mistakes. He says you'll blatantly make mistakes. Why? Because you didn't actually try to do right. You didn't actually try to be on time. You left the house five minutes before. That's blatant. You didn't even try to do what you were supposed to do. You didn't even open your computer. That's blatant. it's blatant you, oh I didn't see it because you weren't going to see it with your trifling behind you weren't going to see it it's blatant the Bible says these things are going to increase and as a result the love of many is going to grow cold what does that mean it's going to negatively change over time so you're going to start loving with an agenda girl you know I took you out for dinner Now, how are you going to pay me back oh, you want to be quiet and I ain't talking about married folk. You ready? <laughs> What's me? What's me? What's me? What's me? You will love from a cold place. I keep taking these off. You will love from a cold place. <laughs> Amen preachers be talking, they be like, amen, amen. And they a mic like this, amen, amen. <laughs> look at me, look at me, you're loved from a cold place. You will say all the right things and not believe any of them. You will say everything you know they want to hear. But you don't mean it. You know you don't mean it. You even have to ask God to forgive you for lying because you knew you was lying when you said it. My father, I just lied. I told a whole bunch of lies. I, I can't stand. He says, your love will grow cold. You'll be rude to people. I'm be like, that's just who I am. I'm prophetic. No, that's pathetic. Your spiritual gift does not, that should not make you rude to people. I need you to elbow somebody and say, spiritual people are nice people. Come on. Don't tell me how much Holy Ghost you got, and you can't even be nice to somebody. You can't even speak to somebody, say shalom to somebody. You ready? Look at me. So the question becomes, and I asked this you on this, I asked this to you on Sunday at the 9:15. So then the question becomes, why love it all, Bishop? Like if everybody gonna be cold, why love it all? Here it is. Ephesians 6 and 8. Knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from who? The Lord. Cold love says. Watch me. It's calculated love. Cold love is calculated love. Cold love says, I gave them $5. Now let me see if they're going to give me $5. Cold love is transactional. Cold love has motives. Cold love has agendas. Cold love has belt and suspenders. You missed it. I got a plan A, and in case you don't work out, I'm already in the DMs to get another one on deck. Say something to me. You'll never make A succeed if you got B on standby. And I need for some of y'all to burn plan B. Oh, my God. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I release my plan B. Come on. Not just with people, but in life. So here's the last piece. Here's the last piece. Here's the last piece. I-, I asked you about who you love. Why do you love? Last part, how do you love? Because these are where the issues with love are. Say, how do I love? 1 John 4, 18. There is no fear in love. Look at me. If you're trying to love anybody, but you're doing it from a place of fear, that's not love, That's strong like. But it might do me wrong. That's like. They might lie to me. That's like Those things are true. But if you're living in fear, fear here is the Greek word phobia, where we get our word phobia. You ready? You think of arachnophobia. That's a fear of spiders. So when you think of a spider, you're like, nah, nah. Then you see a spider, you ain't trying to kill it. You get the vacuum. Or you get some Lysol. I ain't got no honest people in this building. Now, if you're not arachnophobic, you know, you, you go over there and you. All right. All right. All right. All right. You want to check to make sure that. Right. That's oh, ask me. But if you have arachnophobia, you avoid. Pay attention. Some of you are, are avoiding tough conversations with people you say you love because your love is full of fear. I don't want to say nothing. It's going to start something. Fear. So you're literally going to let the enemy keep y'all fighting when all you have to do is say, we need to just have a quick conversation. We need to clear this up. Because while you may be good, I'm not good, and we need to be good. And so for us to be good, we're going to have to have a conversation. What I need from you is understanding to communicate. Listen to the words I say. I ain't doing no more songs with y'all because the way y'all left me out there for Baby Don't Hurt Me, I'm done with songs after Sunday. Listen, look at this, look at this, look at this. There is no fear in love, but perfect love, perfect means mature. Say I'm mature. Say I'm developed. Say I'm grown. Perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. You cannot love, watch me, effectively and it feel like torment. And normally you'll say, they're doing this to me. Mm-mm, the only place there's torment is in you. They're not doing anything to you. You are in torment on your own because you're asking this question all the time. What if? What if? What if? And what if will, what if will punk you? You ever had a what if wake you up in the middle of the night? What if this, what if that, what if this, what if this go wrong, what if that go wrong? And the Bible says you're literally in torment, which means consider how you love. You're loving from a tormented place, which is why it's so hard for some of you to compliment people you say you love because it's torment. You'll be nice to everybody else except who you say you love. You'll love everybody else and treat the own people in your house like trash. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. You'll be kind to everybody else, but the people that are immediately around you. You watch you me. It says, it involves torment. What if that he who fears has not been made perfect or mature or developed or grown in love? Open your mouth, say this. We're done. Say, Lord, grow up my love. Oh my say it again. Say, mature my love. Say, develop my love. Because oh you're too grown to have baby love. You ever yeah, met people who like to tell you they grown? They like to announce it to you. I'm grown. I'm grown. I'm grown, grown. But you love like a three-year-old. What do three-year-olds do? They holler when they don't get their way? What do three-year-olds all do? If, if they don't want to play with somebody, they take their little marbles and they keep them to, my, to themselves? What do three-year-olds do? They make messes and want other people to clean them up. What do three-year-olds do? Three-year-olds will, will literally be in a place, watch me, where because they are immature, they will then treat other people in a way that is not loving. But in fact, it's torment. Why? Because they're immature. And for some of you say you love people, question, but, but have you ever asked them what they like? See, it got real right there. Because you're the, I love you. What's your favorite color? You like colors? (laughs) (laughs) Some of y'all need to ask people, especially if you're dating or married, you need to ask some of these questions. You're going to be shocked by the answers. He said, what do I like to eat? Food. It's quiet in the building. Y'all were turned up a moment ago. And now it's got like no. <laughs> Domino's Pizza Hut and Little Caesars. Listen. Look. Look, 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 look. Here's grown love. You ready? Here it is. You must articulate what you anticipate. Which means, stop making it a mystery what you want. Lord, please let these people get this song. And instead, tell me what... You need. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's an R&B group called Drew Hill. okay? or well, for some of y'all, depending on where you're from, Drew Hills. because you add S's and e D's on words. Patty LaBelle's, you add S's and e D's on words. Tony Braxton's, you add S's and e D's on words. Look at the screen. You must articulate what you anticipate. Here's mature love. Mature love says, I'm not going this is not gonna be a quiz. This is not gonna be mysterious. What do you want? Look at the person next to you and say, What do you want? Well, Bishop, he just needs to know you are nuts. And let me get you free from that. I'm anointed. To help you get unnutted, unnuts. And don't be nuts no more. Don't be, don't be, don't be crazy no more. Be a good church. Oh, y'all knew that. See, listen. I don't like the flesh in this building tonight. <laughs> Repent before the Lord. So tonight's message was originally called "After the Nut, Then What?" Because I was gonna deal with sex and love, but I decided to teach you love better. Cause am hold, I'm gonna hold that one for later on. I'm gonna hold that one. I got. I'm gonna keep that one in my back pocket. Y'all need to learn songs first. Listen, <laughs> articulate, Bishop. She just needs to know what I want. No mature love says, "Maybe listen. When you come in here with all of that, that takes me up, and not in the spirit. So instead of doing that, I know you frustrated. I know you mad." Can, can you just bring that down? I, I know you want me to do that, but could you just do, do me this favor? Write it down for me. Text it to me. Send me an email. No, because see, some of y'all, watch me. If you look at your life, you keep the, with your friends. You keep going through the same cycles and circles because you never tell them. They just need to know. That's immature love. Some of you need to tell your friends, hey, listen, when I call you and, uh, and you don't answer, and every time you call, I answer, that makes, me, that makes me feel as if this is not balanced. So can you do me a favor and make me a different ringer in your phone so when you know it's me, you don't ignore it? I'm telling you how to love me. It's quieted in this building. Say, articulate what I anticipate. So the last thing I gave you, and I gave you this on Sunday. I ain't gonna take these glasses down. Last thing I gave you, and I gave you on Sunday, is what love language do they speak? What love language do you speak? If you don't know the language of the people that you love, what's literally gonna happen is y'all are gonna be talking to one another and not speaking. Does somebody speak a foreign language in here? You speak a foreign language? Anybody speak it well? Does anybody speak it well? I need a, I need somebody to come speak it well for me. You speak? Do you speak? <laughs> Come on, come on. You speak all five, come on, all five. It's more than five languages, but come on, come on. Okay, and what language do you speak? Fiji, Fijian, come on here. I love it, all right? The Lord, you see, you asked the Lord to use you. He's using you tonight, all right? All right, and let me get an English speaker. Uh, but uh, is anybody know real good Ebonics? Or anybody? No? All right, all right, okay, all right. All right, here, just come on. Come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We'll do this. You could military. You speak military, okay? He speaks military. <laughs> she speaks for GN. All right, now can I get you all to look at one another? Can I get you all to look at one another? Can I get you to put your mics up? All right. Now, you're going to speak military. Or you're going to speak for GN. Ready? Go. Let's start that again. They're going to turn the mics on so that y'all can hear them. You ready? Okay. The one's going to speak for GN. The other one's going to speak military. You ready? Go. Keep going. Y'all keep talking at the same time. And then you call your friend who come with tongues. your devil. No, I want some of y'all to see what you do at home because this is what you do. I want you to see what you do with your friends because this is what you do. And I need y'all to be much more verbose and I need y'all to go at the same time. Ready? Go. Nachos, yes, I'd love some nachos. Uh, I'd love some. I love some. <laughs> Need them before six. Everybody watch. Everybody watch. We're done. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. y'all stay right there. Y'all give my hand. Then they do good. Stand. Pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. This is how most people love. Y'all talking two different languages, and then you know what happens? You'll notice during moments, one just stops. And some of you like, why don't you communicate with me? I don't understand your language. You just shut down because I don't understand all of these nachos. And there's no disrespect to the Fijian language. That's what I heard. I heard I heard nachos. You get what I'm saying? I don't, understand. I don't understand this military talk, sir. Sir, yes, sir. Yeah, right. Yeah. So then you shut down. And you don't communicate with one another. And you want to know what you do that's crazy? You wake up on Thursday and do the same thing again. I don't know nothing about Tom and Jerry. Listen. 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 You ready? How many relationships because you won't be mature? What ends up happening? You go your way. There you go their way. Yeah, yes. And you have a history of dead bodies behind you. Because you don't know their language, they don't know yours. I'm going to give you another opportunity because some of y'all didn't take the test and some of y'all didn't send the test results to people you love and then tell them to take the test too. And so you're thinking, you're going to get, it's going to be my best 12. No, it ain't if it be right what you just saw. It's going to be re- Tom and Jerry. Parents, what, how do your kids receive love? For some of them, you ain't going to have to holler and whoop them. All you got to do for some of them is look at them. Pull your glasses down. <laughs> Can I get you to lift your hands? Say, Lord, I choose to love better in every way, shape, form, and fashion in Jesus name can I get you to just take 30 seconds and worship God here's why because he's been patient with you and he knows your love language that's why no matter where you were he came and he found you no matter where you were he came and he got you can I just get you to take 30 seconds right where you're at to worship on campus and online we're going home but can I just get you to take 30 seconds to worship go because he knew your language he found your language and then he spoke your language he knew your language and then he found your language and then he spoke your language hallelujah 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 thank you father for knowing our language and speaking our language in Jesus' name, Jesus' name, you can be seated if you're in this building on campus or online and you need to give your life to the Lord for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord, wherever you're at, on the count of three, I'm just going to ask you to lift your hand up on this in this building. If you're online, do the hand waving emoji or say, it's me. Listen, you're going to love better. I said, you're going to love better. I said, you're going to love better. I said, you're going to love better on campus and online if you become a Christian recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at One, three raise that hand in the building online do the hand wave emoji or say it's me one two three if that's you put that hand up if you're in this building online do that hand wave emoji or say it's me hallelujah everybody quickly pray this with me say father thank you for dying in my place thank you for your love for me I confess with my mouth I believe in my heart that you are my lord and my savior thank you for loving me So I can love better. The issue isn't love, it's who, it's how, it's why. I choose to love better. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time and recommitted yourself to the Lord, take out your phone, text the word decision to 877 552.
0: harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. <sighs> Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at usaa.com bundle. Restrictions apply.